Before we get started, before we get started, this show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kind of like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is Clixinit. This is Clixinit. So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now, your gaming superheroes, Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles. Let's do this. Hello, everybody out there in Clicksland, and welcome to another episode here on Clicksing It. I, like Adam, always am your host, Adam. This is episode 194, and this is going to be the 2023 World's Recap. So we got Miles, we got Dan, we got Ryan Rebin on the show. I was not able to go to Worlds, but thanks to Dial H, I was pretty much kept up the entire weekend. Before we do start the show, and you guys can chime in as well, I do have to give a ton of props to Dial H for the coverage that they did for Worlds. They did an amazing job. They were doing player interviews. They were doing pose-offs. Or pose-offs. They were doing... Um, Live feeds, giveaways, everything. They did an absolutely fabulous job. They were made to do that kind of stuff. And I just want to thank Calder, Ian, and Simeon so much for doing what they did. Um, and especially because they didn't play any clicks the entire weekend they were there. I reached out to uh, Ian, and he said, yeah, we did coverage for four days, and we did not roll a single die for hero click. So that is one thing about being a content creator is that it does take you away from sometimes playing the game because you do want to cover all the aspects of it, but big, big props to them. If you missed any of the games, make sure that you check them out on their YouTube channel and you can watch, you know, most of the games on there. Do you guys have anything to say about dialects before we continue? So them just being there and doing that with the way that they did all the coverage and the special events and all that stuff just gave it such a like big event feel. Um, they just they they did an awesome job, even better than last year. And I can only uh, imagine what they got planned for next year. Yeah, they they really did an amazing job. It was it was really cool all the little details they put into it. Miles apparently left us. Um, but uh, Ryan got to do a pose-off with his wife, which was pretty cool. Miles we got did. to do a pose-off with Calder, which was pretty cool. Uh, Dan, I don't know if you got to or they just didn't film it. but um, No, I got my I got my team picture taken, so it was fine. Okay, for uh, your, uh, we'll talk about your team or your team world's performance in a second. But, yeah, um, everyone, I don't think Matt got on any videos, to be honest, or Ryan uh, Rios. But um, mm-hmm. it was fun to see interviews with Ryan and the pose-offs and stuff like that. So hopefully Miles joins us again. I'm not sure what happened. He said he was having a couch delivered tonight, so maybe it finally came. Um, so how we're going to go about this, because we have a lot to cover. We actually have another episode on Friday that's going to be with Austin, Jacob Bishop, who was a top 32 um, uh, qualifier for Worlds, and Antonio Clark, whose team won Team World. So we got a lot to talk about. Oh, Miles, you're back with us. Miles, are you there? Still on mute. Still on mute? <laughs> it's that it's that red button on your mic that says mute that you got to press. Um, 
he'll come back eventually. But yeah, we had a lot to talk about. We we're going to take this day by day. So there, thir- be there he is. I, I thought your couch came. Um, Thursday. Uh, no, I, for some reason, my sensitivity on the mic was way too high, so it didn't even pick up my voice. Uh, you are a pretty sensitive guy, Miles. Um, I am. <laughs> Thursday was the pulp uh, worlds. Friday was team worlds. Saturday was the Swiss round of modern worlds. And then Sunday was the top 32 of worlds. So let's take this day by day. Uh, Miles and Ryan were there Thursday. Dan and our buddy Matt were driving down all the way from um, Milwaukee area down. And how long of a drive was that for you guys? Nine hours? Nine hours. Yeah, we made good time, though. Good. Uh, so Ryan competed in pulp. Ryan and then uh, sorry, Miles competed in Battle Royals, correct? Yep. So before we get into pulp, yeah. Miles, talk about your Battle Royal run on Thursday. So uh, it started off pretty good. My buddy Curtis, he said his um, who I flew out there with, uh, he said his top one was Venom Goddess Symbiotes, and so um, for some reason the whole entire weekend, whenever I promised someone that if I won, I'd give it to them. I won. So I won at my first game. Um, it was really cool to see his his reaction because I went up to him to ask how he did and he did crap and I just dropped the Venom Goddess Symbiote says yours. And then his other three opponents just goes, I wish I had a friend like that. So that was pretty funny. Uh, then, yeah, that's the only Venom Symbiotes that I saw at any of my games and I played probably a good 12 or 13. Um, really? Yeah, it was... Yeah. Uh, mostly Thorgwens. I think seven Thorgwens dropped um, yeah. on my tables. When I went to uh, Gen Con, um, that's all that got dropped was Thorgwens. What about Rainbow Superman? Was he there? Got... <laughs> no, not for me, no. Um, always on the tables that are right after or right before me. Um, it got so, so upsetting that the first time, um, the next game when I won, I'm like anything but Thorgwen because I forgot Dan needed it at the time. Um, I picked Prime Omac over Thorgwen. And I'm like, really? <laughs> and I'm like, why I do that? Uh, and then Nick, my other buddy who lives down there, who uh, drove up, he did the dumbest thing ever, and I've been still giving him crap for it. He actually won his first BR, and uh, Joker dropped. Um, he Ooh. picked Golden Glider. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I've been giving him shit ever since Thursday for that, and I don't think I'm ever going to stop. I'm going to give him a Golden <laughs> Glider t-shirt, I think. There you go. That's his Christmas, yeah. his secret Santa gift yeah. for this year. <laughs> Yes. Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah, I, it was a pretty productive get, day. Um, I, I got that Burger King crown uh, from the Utah McDonald's, and so I just thought it'd be hilarious to wear that around. Um, damn pal was hanging out, handing out some clicks off uh, stickers, and so I just thought it'd be hilarious if I put that on the crown. So, yeah, I started wearing that around. Very nice. And apparently it was good luck for BRs, yeah. It was. You got to bring it, it the next time, too. Yeah, it was supposed to be for him originally, and he didn't like it. He didn't want it. So I'm like, fine, I'll wear it. And then, Ryan, Christine came down with you. Did she do anything on Thursday? Uh, Thursday, no. She I was... just played in Pulp alone. Okay, so she was just there for support? Yeah. Gotcha. All right, so take Actually, us... You know she might have done a, a Battle Royale or two, now that I think about it. Okay. Uh, so take us through your Pulp uh, tournament. I don't know if... Mr. Wood has everything on HC units quite yet. I'm going to be looking there right now. But uh, why don't you go over your team real quick before... Yep, there it is. Uh, but go over your team real quick. Uh, so I did not practice at all and actually almost didn't play in Pulp. And then right before I went to bed on Tuesday night, before we headed out on Wednesday, I just grabbed one of the teams that I was working on. 
Uh, and that was Deathstroke at 100, Valken from AV60 at 50, Militant from AV60, and then Blue Marvel from Avengers Forever and Red Widow. Uh, total came to 295, and it was a uh, soldier theme team. So I ended up playing that, and then we played so many games over the the course of the weekend. It's really hard to break down every single one and who I played. Um, I do remember that I won my first game, and then I lost my second game by a few points, and then I spent the next four uh, trying to get back to the top. So by the uh, the end of the night on round six, because they didn't do a top cut, they just did six rounds, and then whoever had the best record with the most points at the end won the uh, won the event. So going into round six, I was playing uh, Lucas um, on the um, for first place, and he uh, he was already since I had one loss. I had to beat him and score an extra 80 points to actually win. Um, so very stupidly, I tried to rush so that I had the absolute most time as possible and broke the uh, the first or couldn't target him because the first turn immunity. And so after that, it was pretty much just over. Um, we did run back the fact that I couldn't target him because as soon as I ran out and pulse waved him, I crit missed that roll. <laughs> Uh, but then, uh, since I couldn't have targeted him in the first place, I wouldn't have been able to attack in the first place. So we did run back the the crit miss damage, but I was already positioned my whole team out there. So it was a pretty, pretty terrible final game after doing all of what I did for the rest of it. So I went from that uh, top seat to I think sixth place in the end officially. Yep. Um... They did record that game. It is on Dial H if you want to watch that. I still consider but don't, that. Don't. Yeah. Don't, don't um, watch it. Ryan also has a new rule. We are no longer allowed to record him whenever he plays in a tournament. <laughs> because so bad on every stream of the game. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> That's all right. Like I said, a lot of people really don't take into consideration or talk about the mental wear this game has on you. Um, I don't know if you flew out uh, Wednesday or Thursday, but... Um, Playing six games, you know, what what time did it start? Three, four o'clock-ish? It was supposed to start, I think, at 3 or 3.30. Um, didn't start on time, but uh, it was still really smooth once it did start. So yeah. it, it went to maybe 9. Okay. That sounds right. But it's still, it's six games. It's a long day. It's not your normal, you know, get-together event where you only play three games at your LGAs or stuff like that. So, and I think what kind of threw you off was that with Lucas's team, what I see a lot of people do with uh, Doctor Strange. So his team, real quick, was Blue Marvel, Mister Sinister, Red Widow, Doctor Strange, The Watcher, Teen Lantern, Star Lord, and Monica, or uh, Moira McTaggart. What a lot of people do, at least first turn, is they try to get that Wong or an Astral Strange out there and just stay in the starting area. So him coming out, I think, just kind of tricked your brain to saying, oh. He's coming out of his starting area. I can attack his guys. He played his Mr. Sinister and Dr. Moira at the bottom of the map and the rest of his team on the top. So you just saw an opportunity to, oh, I'm just going to pulse wave the crap out of Mr. Sinister and get him out of there. And then... And I do th and I do think, too, that because uh, I still am getting used to those rules where you either pick map or go first. And so I ended up picking map and... Uh, 
feeling that once it got passed to me that I was able to, I think, go because yeah. that just felt right. So I do think that played a little bit of a part of it, just not thinking about it at that point. Um, so you, in my mind, you were playing in the championship game, Lucas versus you, but because you lost, you didn't get that many points on him. It dropped you all the way to sixth place, which moved Daniel Powell to second, Scott to third. I still think second place should have went to you, but I know they did the format a little bit differently because, like we said, there was no Swiss cut. It was just six rounds, and whoever had the best record gets it. Did you like that, or would you prefer – I think it was more of a timing thing on the the tournament because they started um, so much later? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a little harder just because of the way that they, they ran it. I, I'm not a big fan of that because – even a few people said too. I, I scored a ton of points. I think the only person that ended up actually having more points than me by the end was Lucas. Uh, yeah, because he went six and zero. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So um, the only reason that uh, that I was where I was at is because how many points I scored. Um, so a lot of people started dropping if they lost one match or two matches and they had like no points. So I don't. I'm not a huge fan of that. I still think there should be a top cut. To these events, I don't. I don't know anyone that honestly likes the Swiss. I didn't hear anyone say anything good about that part. Yeah, uh, but big congrats to Lucas. He got pulp champion. I think he his prizing was a brick of notorious. Um, and then did you walk away with anything for being sixth place? Um, they just had top eight prizing. It was like an old man Lo- uh, or an old man Hawkeye, and uh, I don't even know what the other one was anymore. There's a. Ton, I have a huge box of just stuff that we won. Okay. It sounded like it was a lot more older stuff for prizing this year. Like they were just kind of trying to get rid of it out of the warehouse. But there was the, – the big thing for the weekend was they had Notorious. And a lot mm-hmm. of Notorious got out in the public uh, for this weekend due to Battle Royals, due to prizing, and due to Battle Royals. So that I will give them tons of credit that they were able to get you Notorious. It would have been a little bit, actually, I shouldn't say a little bit, a lot more disappointing, I think, for a lot of people if they would have had Avengers 60s for everything because that set's already been out for, like, four months. The chases are really good in that set, so you're still getting a good, you know, Dark Phoenix, Killmonger, stuff like that, MOE, the Ultra Chase, things like that. But I think everyone is just on the hype of Notorious right now, and that was a big, big plus for WizKids there. Yeah, it helped the, uh, the whole event for sure. Um, and then we had Friday, which was Team Sealed. And, Dan, I'll have you go over your teammates and your team build, if you can remember them. Okay, so my teammates were my buddy Robert from Mississippi and his friend Aaron. Um, so my team – so we pulled the three the three primes brick, which actually was pretty solid, to be fair. Like, I would have taken that over the, the chase brick. It felt better anyway. Um, my team was Kamo, Killer Croc, Black Manta at 45, uh, Amanda Waller, and Black Manta Goon at 15. In hindsight, I probably would have went with the, um, the Polar Bear at 15, just because that's, I think that's a little better than, like, the Manta Goon, I, I just could never do anything with him. He never really died, but he never did anything either, which was kind of unfortunate. Um, my, uh, Aaron played, uh, Necron, Black Hand, uh, what was it? Uh, Deadshot, uh, Zod, and the and the polar bear. So he had like a mixture of things just because. Oh, and he had uh, Roz on the sideline to give uh, Deadshot a plus one attack. So Deadshot was a fourteen most of the time. Uh, and then Robert played actually a Gotham City Underworld theme team because he played Talon, 
the Harley Quinn and uh, Poison Ivy, I think they're the rares. They're the for like from the TV show because uh, Harley, or I think maybe she's the uncommon version. Uh, she makes someone. I think you can pick someone. Yeah, when establishing theme teams, she can choose a character that shares a cure with her. That character gains the Gotham City Underworld keyword. So if you pick Talon, and so he was a full like theme team. And I think he also played Kite Man. Uh, those two, I'm trying to think of who else was on that team. Um, that's what I can remember right now. But he, he, it was, he was a full, like, actual theme team. That was pretty cool that he pulled that off with Talon. Um, yeah, and... the fact that you had Camel, or Camel, however you say it, and um, Black Manta is just huge. Like, I mean, there were times he was hitting, I think I called out, like, a 14 for 8 yeah. damage. <laughs> I was like, something will probably die. Yeah. Um, Killer Croc was actually really good in Steel just because his placement trait still counts as you being in your starting area. So I can place him six squares up and he could hopscotch across the map by himself because I just placed water terrain like right where I needed to get to where I needed to go. Um, so that was pretty cool because I, I usually, I think I won map most of the time. I won roll off most of the time. So I picked map most of the time because I went on the extinct volcano. Um, no, do you, I, I haven't played in a team seal. Do you bring your own maps for that, or do they have designated net maps for that? Yeah, we brought we brought our own maps. Like, I had three maps. I had two small and a large, and then my teammates each had their own maps, too. I think I swapped one of my maps with one of my teammates because I had Wakanda, the Extinct Volcano, and I can't remember what my, what my big map was. Um, but, yeah, I swapped a couple things out. So it was, it was, it was good, though. I mean, I liked being able to play those maps. It was actually quite nice. As I knew what I was playing on, I knew how to play on it. So, and we'll get into the actual um, games soon. Miles, did you play in Team Sealed? Uh, he, yes. he did. Yeah, he, um, he did. I unfortunately did not do good. I didn't do good at all. What was your team builds? So uh, we actually got really lucky. We we had the. Um, was the prime talon and the green arrow brick? Um, I was building my team, and I was like, "Ooh, I really need this uh, Solomon Grundy because I saw the card." And they were going through it, and I'm like, um, "No, we have two Luthers and only one Luther card." So I turned in that that booster, and they gave us a new booster, and I pulled the Chase uh, Joker, and uh, we were really crunched for time because by by the time I got that booster. I think we had like maybe one or two minutes left, so I just threw it to Nick. So we should have actually split his team up. Um, I was teaming up with Nick and then Curtis, um, the guy that I flew flew out there with. Um, Nick ended up running the Necron at forty or half, I believe. It was at seventy five. I think it was. Yeah, um, he's seventy five. That's what Aaron played him at too. It felt like that was the best. Yeah. Story. Black hand at fifty. Um, his black um, green arrow, and then he had the uh, Monster Hunter Harley at full. And then the Joker at sixty, and I think that we if we would have split that up to where the lanterns and then we gave them more support, and then we put Joker and Harley on a team, I think that would have been a lot better. Um, Curtis ran an assassin team with the, the Prime Talon, uh, double Deadshot, and there was also um, Ra's al Ghul, so that left me with not really good enough stuff. But um, I I can usually work around that by playing garbage and making it good so i decided to go on a legion of doom um with black manta at 45 toy man luther black manta goon bizarro at 60 and captain cold um 
unfortunately, yeah, mine and Curtis, Curtis's dies were not going too well. Uh, we rolled, I think it was eight or nine crit misses in our games combined. Ouch. So, yeah, and my uh, my first game was against uh, Double Zod, and it just I got overwhelmed way too fast by two Zods. Oh, did you um, play McConnell? For, did you play McConnell first round, or was somebody else playing that? Because I, I no, I I played uh, Patrick Fraser first round. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, um, he yeah, he had the double Zod, and I just couldn't hit. To, but the team synergy was ridiculous. If I, I had the right positioning and everything, my Black Manta goon actually came up really huge a few times um, with my Captain Cold, with and uh, giving him that enhancement. So Cold's hitting what I think a twelve, yeah, twelve for five. Yeah. So, and Captain Cold, I think, is going to be seeing a lot of play. That leadership trait is disgusting because whenever he, whenever he succeeds, friendly characters automatically break away. That is huge. Um, yeah, and we ended up dropping after two games because, like I said, you know, me and Curtis, you know, we lost our first two games. So Nick wanted to keep going. He was one and one, and I'm like, it's useless. We've already lost two games. Um. We're not going to make cut because we don't have the points for it. So, <clears throat> but you had fun. Ours. But you had fun doing. I it. did. Uh, it, um, no, no, not at first. No, because eight <laughs> crit misses. Uh, uh, my my competitive entire weekend of just playing competitive, which whether it was team sealed or worlds, um, crit misses were the story. And so, yeah, luckily, even when I rolled crit misses in battle royals, I was able to make up for it because the other three people were rolling like crap. So that's why you're yeah. the master of the no roll team. Uh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> when we talk about worlds, we'll tell you exactly why I ended up losing that game because I was not ready. I couldn't sleep. So yeah. Uh, and then Ryan, tell us about your teams, um, and brick. Cause you teamed up with your wife <laughs> and Ryan Rios. Yes. Yeah, so we ended up doing, uh, the same team as we ran last year. We made top 16 last year, uh, and decided to uh, stick together and do it again. So I we we opened the same brick as uh, Dan did actually. So it was a three prime booster. Um, it was Talon, Razal Ghoul, and Camo. And since Razal Ghoul really didn't fit, he did not get played. Um, but I took uh, Talon and then Mister Freeze, along with uh, Low Dial Lincoln March and Zod, and then Captain Cold. And uh, it worked fairly well. I just ended up with uh, issues with being able to deal a decent amount of damage. Uh, I was in the A slot, so I came across two teams that had a Black Lantern with a full, or a, a full dial Black Lantern chase with a, um, what's his name, with the Reaper. Oh, a Necron. Yeah, so that was not great for me. Uh, and then uh, I played, what was it? There was another big point piece too. Um, so there was a couple of hard matchups that I just didn't have the uh, damage output to deal with. So um, I ended up uh, still doing pretty well. I wish they would give us 30 minutes to build just so we had just a little bit more time to think some stuff through because I always feel panicked when we're building that last team. Yeah. So I was going <clears> to <throat> ask you how much time did they actually give you to build teams? 20 minutes, again. Um, one even, and that's just, like not even open boosters. Like You have to open boosters and make your team within 20 minutes. Right. They And yeah. they, they kind of start yeah. pushing you along to get to the tables. Um, but it's 20 minutes to open an entire brick, set everything out, check to make sure everything is good and you have all the pieces and uh, 
cards, dials are right, stuff like that. They want you to then make three teams and then have the papers ready to go with the maps picked out and all that stuff, which, you know, 10 more minutes would be just, I think, way, way better. Yeah. So um, it's yeah, a little bit rough. 10 minutes would have been huge. Um, I really hope that they do expand the time um, for that in the future. I know um, watching Dial H, there was 69 teams, which is huge. So 69 times three is math. Um, but what's that? 207. Seven. 207. Yeah, so 207 yeah. people played in Team Worlds, which is great. And only one God Pack, which God Packs were confirmed, was pulled. But um, I guess those were newer players. Uh, they didn't make the top cut, but they basically won the tournament when they pulled the God Pack. Uh, they they dropped like instantly. I think they played one game and then they all dropped. Okay. They didn't. Even, yeah. Um, and then I guess yeah, they gave the all the lanterns to one of the players because he collected. He yeah. The collected. the guy that I saw that Dial H interviewed, yeah. like he didn't even want them. He just wanted like Toy Man no. and Penguin and something like that. And then they gave <laughs> the other chases to the other guy. I was like, wow, there are other friends out there like Miles. Um, yes. Yeah. That was, it was good to hear that. Yeah. Uh, before we get into um, the actual tournament, now you guys did an episode the week of Worlds to talk about Team Worlds and stuff like that. So going into this, how did you guys, now you're all on separate teams, so maybe different or differentiated between you guys, but how did you go into this? I've heard several different um, strategies. You can you know, give the best figures to the best player to guarantee a win. You can give the best player or the best figures to the worst player to hopefully they get they win. They You can evenly distribute all the good pieces. How did you guys go about that? Dan, I'll have you guys go first. Uh, we just, like, once we pulled our brick open, Robert's like, hey, you want to play combo? I'm like, yes, but I know what I I also saw we had a Manta, so I was like, going to need Manta. I said, give me Killer Croc, I can make that work. And then, like, the whole team just kind of came together for the first one. And then we focused on building the other two teams. Um, and then we, we built Aaron's team after. And then Roberts was just kind of last because we were like, well, what can we make work? And we came up with the Gotham City Underworld at, like, the last minute because there, there was not enough, not enough time. I, re- I really would have appreciated that last, like, 10 minutes. So you just kind of built one team, then moved to the next team, then moved to the next team rather than building three teams at once. Yeah, we tried to do it as a, as a team. And like we, we were like bouncing ideas back and forth of each other and going, okay, well, does this work? And I'm like, yeah, look, I have all Dolphins. Manta will buff me. I can, uh, you know, I don't really feel like I need TK. Uh, I've got enough mobility with who I've got here, so I should be okay. Um, and then we just went from there. There, there was not a lot of TK in this. So we had it with uh, Black Hand, but... I mean, that was. I think that was our only TK piece that we got. Uh, Miles, how did you guys go about building your teams? So the moment we pulled the black, the green arrow was a moment that Nick set up. That's me. I'm playing him instantly. So then we tried building him a, a strong team to, to build up with that. Uh, me and Curtis were trying to scramble. Curtis really liked the assassin because we pulled the talon. So I told him, you, you need to run two de- dead shots. And then, um, yeah, I decided, like, you know what, I can make anything work. Um, because at the time, like, the team looked good on paper. Uh, my roles just sucked with the Legion of Doom. I really felt that I could get the most out of the least amount of pieces, um, being the being the most experienced with playing garbage. So that was a strategy going in. All right. And then Ryan? Is, yeah. Um, so... I- Part of it was we play a ton together, all three of us. Uh, so I do tons of sealed with uh, with both Rios and my wife. We play and practice a ton together. So 
knowing everyone's play style was a pretty big help. So the first team that we actually made was uh, Camo, the 100 points, or how much is it? That the Wonder, Wonder Woman, the Super yeah. Wonder Woman. Yeah, she's 100 at mid dial or low dial. Uh, what was her high dial? 150. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh um, yeah, that's right. It was perfectly 300 because Necron's yeah. 40. So we made a deity team for Christine, who just likes to get in your face and just start rolling dice very aggressively. Um, so it was Camo, uh, the Wonder Woman at full, and then Necron mm -hmm. at 40. Uh, and I know she went four and zero, or th I think she was three and zero, and then she ended up only losing by five points on her next game because of the um, the assassin trait, the target thing, and the guy had that Razal Ghul that lets you do a second uh, second target. So I think that was like a five point game. So she did really really well with that team. Uh, and then Rios is very good with just playing a lot of random pieces and doing a lot of like more. Um, smaller things with those pieces so he uh, ended up doing the gotham city underworld team with uh kite man um black manta uh we made him gotham city underworld with poison i or not poison ivy harley and then he also had a white rabbit goon jervis touch and then uh poison ivy as well um so he did really good at that team and uh it took him i think a couple rounds to kind of start feeling more comfortable with masterminding to um Kite man, but then using the white rabbit to master to heal him back up. So just knowing the set, one of the things that we did is separate the goons right away to see which ones would be the best. So we put the white rabbit in there to heal some of the bigger point pieces on his team, uh, and then uh, after that, it was just separating um, the, like the pieces that you know you want to play. I like uh, teams that do a lot of more like interesting, unique fancier things so that's why i went with the talon for the target token that gets rid of the defense um i liked the barriers that mr freeze makes and then that uh, zod has that trait where you roll two d6s to give a token or one unavoidable damage so um just kind of knowing play styles of who was on the team was a pretty big help and that i think sped our team building up a little bit but i still would re re like want to see 10 more minutes okay um, so let's get into the rounds. We, we don't have to talk about every round, but maybe, um, uh, Miles, you kind of just said you guys went 0-2, so you dropped, uh, Ryan's team and Dan's team both got the top 16. So why don't we start there? We'll start with Ryan, uh, top 16. What happened? So, um, top 16, I played, uh, we played one of the Phoenix nest teams. I think it was, and, uh, I got put up against, uh, Jalen Major, who had a Necron and a full point Black Lantern Wonder Woman. And then Jervis Tetch, who he won map, so he was able to put the tokens on two of my people. And uh, there really wasn't much I can do. He just kind of tore apart my team pretty quick. Uh, and then Christine played uh, Ed Shelton. And uh, that game was pretty close. I think it just came down to the end. Uh, it came down to Saturn Queen and Tomo, and uh, she, I think he just kept making his rolls and being able to prob, I think, twice so that Kamo would eventually miss was the biggest issue. And then uh, Rios, so we both lost our games, but Rios did win um, with his Gotham City Underworld team. So that kicked us out of the, the event at Top 16, but that's the second year in a row that we made Top 16, so it was pretty cool. Still. I was say, yep, two, two years in a row, Top 16 is a great feat by you guys, and I'm assuming you made the same pack that you'll be teammates again next year 
Probably, yeah. It's uh, it's pretty good. It does, like I said, it does help playing with these people a lot. So you kind of just know play styles. It, it worked really well. And then Dan, talk about you guys, your guys' top sixteen. You were undefeated going into the top sixteen. I was I was six and zero the entire day. So at the end of the day, I was six and zero. Um, then... We made it. We made it to top eight. I, uh, who do we? We played. Um, uh, I don't remember the team name, but I ended up playing a. Omac Prime and a Metallo plus some goons, I think, was the, the team I played for top 16. And that was actually probably one of my toughest games just because Omac Prime does a lot. Um, copies all of the adjacent characters' powers. Uh, so that was kind of wild. Uh, I was luckily able to outwit. I had outwit with Amanda Waller, so I moved her up. I, after I generated my shark, I moved the shark all the way up with my free move with combo and then attacked. I had plus one damage from Manta because I rolled a four, or I think a five on my D6 roll. And then so I was able to hit Omac. I did three damage because he took the toughness from the shark and then combo came in and cleaned him up because I hit him for seven. So I was barely able to squeak that one out to kill Omac in one turn. Um, this, but I couldn't kill anything else after that. Robert walked over and then I proceeded to crit miss twice. I was like, I need you to move because something just happened to my Titan. And then... So it was, it was, it was a wild. Uh, we we faced Antonio's team in top eight, so ah. it was unfortunate. I got matched against McConnell. He was playing double Zod, uh, Toyman, and Deadshot. Uh, my first turn, I I went first, and I just passed, and then he moved up a little bit because he picked map. Uh, he moved up just enough that I could get the shark to him, so I generated the shark. And then I got it around, and I was able to actually take Toyman out because uh, I did it. I did the Christine roll, and I rolled six on my blades. Uh, so I took Toyman out first turn, and then he repositioned, and we were just kind of going back and forth. He made me kneel a couple times with Zod. That was rough. I was a little nervous about that because even though he didn't have the plus two on Kamo, I just he was rolling like at an eleven each time, so I couldn't get around it. Uh, but I was able to just chip away at him. I took out both of the Zods finally, and then. Uh, I just it, uh, it it took me a while, but I finally got through to Deadshot too. So it was a tough it was a tough game. Like I didn't it was not easy to win the, against the doubles odd. No, uh, but then your two partners unfortunately lost, and then that was kind of your guys's end of the day. But still a great run I mean, to top eight. I mean, yeah, I mean it was good. Like Robert was having a tough time like the first I think match or two, but he really turned it around like midday. Like he really brought it back. Like he got a bunch of wins. Like he won when Aaron lost, so we were still two and zero going in, so we could win the round. So, I mean, my teammates really showed out. Like it was, it was good. They did really well. Uh, real quick before we talk about the winning team, Ryan, what did you guys walk away with for top sixteen for Team Worlds? Uh, top sixteen was a master mold. And we each got a booster of Notorious, a handful of old Khan LEs, and um, no, Fulcrum was top eight. Um, I finally got that uh, the Spider, which I did not have. Spider. SPD. SPDR, yes. Yeah, SPDR. And it was a decent amount of stuff. It was a pretty big bag. And what rare did you pull out of Notorious? Because we know you only pull rares. (laughs) <laughs> out of the the bonus booster yes. I got, I put it right back in the way. Um, we each got one, and I don't think. Oh, you know what? Um, Rios got, I I think another prime Razal Ghoul, 
And then uh, both Christine and I pulled a rare. I don't know. I shut it right back in and put it in. We seriously <laughs> brought back so many boosters of Notorious between battle royales and uh, all that stuff. So yeah, I've got, I've got, of... the, I got, I got the same thing. I've got a big old box of stuff. I'm just like, all right, now I don't know what to do with this. Yeah, there's so much stuff to like unpack and put away. I still don't even know everything I have to be honest. And then Dan, you posted a picture of what you guys walked away with top eight. But why don't you go over it real quick? Uh, so I got, in addition to that, I got a fulcrum. Um, I got the mammoth from a couple years ago. Uh, and just, I got a bunch of LEs and stuff. And I think I got, I think the Phoenix was top eight maybe, or like, uh, the, uh, the warp world one, I think. Uh, there's a, there's a Batmobile in there. There was a bunch of, and a bunch of like other LEs, like the, the WizKids open stuff, like the Black Dwarf and the, the 20, the re, the re-release or the late, like, late release of the 2020 stuff, the DC stuff, like John Constantine's Superman, Zatanna, stuff like that. Uh, and then they also gave us a brick of Notorious, and I pulled out, or not a brick, a, a booster, sorry, and I pulled uh, the the Chase uh, deceased Joker out of there. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, I'm did looking at into something. Huh? Did you turn it into something else? I did. I turned it into Thorgoin. That's right. Yeah, I'm looking at your picture right now. There was a Daredevil, Old Man, Hawkeye, Lockjaw, uh, Deadpool Duck, Fulcrum, Spider, uh, Gwenpool, Mammoth Ghost Rider. It looks like two Thanes, a Batmobile, a Mole Man, a Watcher, and a Chainsaw Wonder Woman along with your camo and then your booster with the deceased Joker. So very nice um, prizing for top eight. And then the top team was Antonio Clark, McConnell Lamar, and I cannot remember the third guy's name. I do apologize. If anyone else remembers it, shout him out right now. I think it's Garrett. Was that his name? Brandon? Yeah. yeah. Or Garrett. Yeah, Garrett. Yeah. Garrett. It's Garrett. yeah. Um, they got first place, and technically Antonio is part of our team, so that is a clicksing it win at Worlds for Team Worlds. So we're on the map, gentlemen. Um <laughs> Uh, but congratulations to them. I know I talked to Antonio after Worlds. He played um, the deceased Wonder Woman, the Saturn Queen, who he's raving about right now. And I forget the rest of his team. But he said, oh, Lex Luthor was part of that team. Oh, he had a, he had a Necron, too. A Necron. But his whole team had outwit because of Lex Luthor. And then the Saturn girl has on-dial probs. She has shape change, and I believe if she hits her shape change, she deals damage to the person that attacks. Um, he was just raving all about her. And then, like you said, McConnell had double Zod. I forget what Garrett had, but uh, congratulations to those guys. Um, when talking to Antonio, they said they the his teammates are strictly like non-competitive guys or super casual because they're up in New York. So that was a big, big win that they were able to walk away uh, Team World Champs. So congratulations to those um, guys. I, I, think, say, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say that. Like McConnell like, played a really good, at least like against me, like McConnell played a, good, a really good game. So I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't count him out. No, I'm saying Antonio said that they're more casual players when they play. Like they don't do a lot of big tournaments and stuff like that. Like, I, think it was, oh, I think it was McConnell's first Worlds. It was Garrett's first Worlds. Um, so they don't just they. I, I meant they don't make it to a lot of those big events like Worlds and Gen Con and things like that. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna say they. I mean, they played great. So. Yeah. Um. So big congrats to them. Um. I forget what they get to walk away with. I don't think they get a bystander. I don't think they get to make a figure. They got a plaque. I know that. 
Um, I believe the okay. team they played against was Sa- Saul, the guy that won it last year. So the guys from Mexico, I believe it was. Toxiclix. Yeah. Saul, um, Richie, and then they had uh, Zach, um, Zachary from Clickstaff. Okay. Was their third. So congrats to them for getting second place. Uh, so that was Team Worlds. The next world that's going to happen is at the Florida event by David Newmark. I was going to team up with Miles, but he messaged me back and said that he can't make it anymore because of a scheduling conflict. So I'm actually beginning to be teaming up with Antonio Clark now. So I'm excited for that. Um, so that's going to be the next big event. Uh, so that was Team Worlds. So he's going to carry you to a win? He's going to carry me to a win, yep. I'm just going to go <laughs> oh and whatever I can be and just ride his shoulders, his beautiful <laughs> artistic shoulders. Um, that's, that's all you can ask for. Yep. Uh, so that was Friday. And then actually before we move on, Miles, how did you do in BRs on Friday? Um, I did really good. Um, I... Uh, won a few of uh, the Thorg wins or had a chance to. Um, and like I said, when I got I got upset when the first one went, and I'm like, this sucks. And that's when I got the OMAC Prime. Um, I ended up making up for that for Dan. Um, and then that's when they started handing out some of the weird prizes. Like I ended up getting like the Watcher. Um, I won like two extra Watchers. Um, and then I was just tired of picking Watcher. <laughs> yeah, um, so- I shouldn't have. So what happened was they ran out of the 2023 prizing, which is the Venom and Thorgwen. So they swapped in um, the Watcher. It was like a couple pairs of things. It was like Watcher and something else. And then Death Metal, Wonder Woman, Jumpa. And Wonder Woman, Jumpa. And then yeah. Warp Warp Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, real no, quick. Might have been Saturday when that started, but yeah. Real quick, because we're talking about running out, was everyone able to get, because I think the only buyable that was new was the Pegasus cap. Was everyone able, that you think at the tournament, able to get their Pegasus caps? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, never, yeah. I don't think we ever actually ran out. Okay. No, and day two, they changed it from max one to max five, and Sunday they oh, still had them. Okay. So, yeah. Well, that is good to know. Um. Ryan and Dan, did you guys do any BRs after you guys got knocked out of top 16 and top 8? Uh, for Team Worlds, no. We finally went to go eat some food. We were starving. Okay. Yeah, that was that was rough. Uh, we played on Saturday, though, after after uh, the first like round of uh, uh, constructed, though. Okay. Uh, was Friday the day that you did your pose off with your wife or Dial H, Ryan? Um, I think... Yeah, I think it was right after uh, right after top sixteen. And you guys picked the or you picked the Wolverine and X or X twenty three duo figure from back mm-hmm. in the day, and you guys did a nice pose. Uh, and now that is the new chase figure that everybody wants is you and Christine uh, in that pose. <laughs> I, I made that figure on our Facebook page if you want to go check it out. Um, and then Saturday comes around and it's modern. So it's modern time. It's Prime Spidey. It's MOE. It's Saki. It's all the ridiculous stuff that's out there. So one by one, let's go over our teams. Miles, I'll have you go over your team first. Yeah. So I, um, I saw one of the the listeners' questions, and so that's going to be a huge part of the reason. Um, but yeah, I ended up going with a, a torch team. Um, 
I couldn't get any sleep Friday night. Um, there's some personal stuff going on. Um, so I went into Saturday not feeling good mentally. I was physically and mentally drained. And so I made some really, really dumb mistakes. But it was uh, supposed to be a one last ride for uh, Torch. Um, it's essentially the same as my state's team. Um, I had uh, the Chase Torch. Invisible Wonder Woman from uh, the with the uh, um, Thor Invisible Wonder Woman with the U.S. Agent Shield, so that gave her you know combat reflexes since she has stealth. Bombastic Bagman, uh, Frogman with web shooters. I know no shot gauntlets, but we're getting there. Uh, Lockjaw, uh, Space Ghost at thirty with the shot gauntlets. Um, and then we had Leech with the cloak, Gwen Stacy because I needed leadership, and then Marvella to get Space Ghost onto the team. Um, Absorbing Man on my sideline with uh, Gwen, Goddess of Thunder, and Gwynable Hulk, Scrappy Doo, Scroll Spy, and Mystery of the Strange Cube. Um, yeah, I was just I wasn't even ready physically and mentally. Um, my teammates were still sleeping, so they weren't even able to help psych me up, unfortunately. And uh, I forgot to put my Absorbing Man tokens on, and I broke first turn immunity when I shouldn't have, and that ended up screwing me the game. Um, it was actually still really close. I ended up going against the guy that um, won the theme, theme event worlds. Um, he had a similar team, a no roll team, triple maggot, um, leech, and uh, prime uh, Batman. And it, it, his team was really good. Uh, Scrappy Doo is the real reason I lost. Time got called. I thought I won because I'm like, oh crap, you only got 145, and then I had 160 of his, and then. We're like, oh crap, you killed um, Scrappy. So that gave him an extra 25, so we ended up winning by 10 points. Um, so it was a little disappointing. If, if I would have actually been smart and not broke first turn immunity by putting... um, Because I, I have Leech with Sidestep, carry Torch onto an elevated terrain, and then I have uh, Bagman come and pick up the elevated terrain, so they're both on click two, so then I have Outwit with Leech, and then I get my Torch on his uh, Poison click. If I wouldn't have done that, he wouldn't have been able to bum rush me since I was going first. Um, so that was a huge mistake and also without the absorbing man tokens. Um, but I still was almost able to pull it off. Um, my second game, not so much. Uh, my second game was against Michael Askew, who I believe went four and one in Swiss. Um, he had a double maggot with Lockjaw, and then he also had a two Miss Marvels at 50 points to get animals. And... I saw his map choices, and they were all big maps, so I had to choose a map. Um, I went with uh, Daily Bugle Press Room because I, I thought, you know, the walls and the barriers, like that's going to help me protect myself from since I'm going second. So, you know, I did my barrier thing because I totally forgot about Miss Marvel being placed. Um, so he moved all the way across to me, and uh, he also had a – what was his name? Um, Saint Walker, which is a huge part of the team too. Um, but he dropped the two Miss Marvels who quaked and destroyed all the barrier that I created. Are you talking and about Mike Eskew? Yes. He does yeah. not have Saint Walker. He has High Evolutionary? Oh, yeah, High Evolutionary. Okay. So, um, But he, he had the, the blue ring on one of the magus. That's what it is, the blue ring and then the ah. end power on the Miss Marvels. And he dropped his, his uh, second turn. After he destroyed those walls, he had the, the plus one to empower, which was also plus one to his attack. So his uh, his his three maggot pogs were hitting thirteen for five exploit. <laughs> that will do it. Or if he brought in the poison one, yeah. And then um, yeah. So he completely wrecked me, and I'm like, okay, I still have a chance. Um, 
Space Ghost is still here, so I can charge and pick up an object. Um, I still have a few of my knockback tricks. So, but I need to take out one of these Miss Marvels. Um, so I perplexed up his attacks with 13. All I needed was a 5. I threw a crit miss. Uh, he thought I was upset when I said, all right, dude, good game. I conceded. But um, my team is a finesse team. Um, Ryan, Dan knows they've seen it. And I'm sure you know after obviously seeing what it looks like, Adam. But uh, there's just certain aspects where the team cannot come back from. And instead of me wasting another 50 minutes or 45 minutes of trying to do point denial when I knew the game was out of reach, um, I just conceded, especially with a... Uh, Another crit miss um, opening attack, which is the same thing that happened in game one with uh, Space Ghost. I was like, yep, this is how it is. And uh, then my third game, I don't know how... He, he was having just as bad luck as me. It was Matt Reed. Um, and he had a Scarab team, which, you know, I'm not too worried about Scarab. But he teamed him up with Little Monster. And Little Monster had the time platform. Uh... So, there was absolutely nothing that I could do because my ping damage is absolutely useless against that time platform. Because the time platform is not when attacked, it's when they, they would take damage. So, when I ping the Scarab for one, and he's um, using the effects of the time platform, he just moves him away. And he did the same thing with the little monster. And so, his next turn, he flurried with his little monster after perplexing up his attack to a 14 <laughs> even though he only needed a 16 he uh decided to knock leech back to his starting area instead of doing damage and knock lockjaw all the way to the starting area without doing damage and it was it was done after that so i ended up conceding too because i'm like i can't i can't kill you with just leech and lockjaw you just killed my team with that one move um so i had really bad matchups games two and game three if i would have played a little bit smarter game one against um I think his name was Michael as well. I think I could have uh, had a chance. Uh, if me and Dan swapped opponents, I think um, we both would have made cut. Because he, he had... <laughs> Spoiler alert. He had the... Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll hear it when, when Dan talks. But, yeah, that's that was my experience. And so, yeah, I just, I just dropped. Um, I signed up for a BR. Um, Anthony Barnstable for us to drop me. So they ended up um, wanting me to um, play my fourth opponent. I wasn't too keen on it, but when I saw who it was, it's actually uh, Matt Cannon, who actually listens to this show. Uh, show shout out to him. He's really awesome. We did it off really well outside, and uh, I was about to play him, and then I saw that I had a BR that I just paid for, so we had to go and fix that with the judges. So that's one thing I wish I would have been able to play him because he's a really cool guy. So Fair enough. Um, well, we Kane kind of spoiled how Dan did, but Dan, why don't you talk about your uh, modern experience? Um, it was, uh, it was, it was good. Like, I mean, I didn't do that well. I was unfortunately one in four that day, but, uh, uh, I, I had some misplays and I had some tough matchups. Like, uh, three out of my five games were either my first game was sinister, uh, a sinister, just no, you can't roll team. And then my other two out of those three were mission points. So I had to beat a stop clock. So, and I just couldn't do it. Because they were the healing, a combination of healing, breaking barrier, or the Riddler stuff. So it was, uh, even if I bum rush them, I'm getting perplexed every turn. I should have just focused on killing Riddler that time for sure. At least to try to eliminate that. Um, I just didn't realize that that's what I should go after. But that looking back on it, that's what I should have gone after and killed first. Um, the other two games were fine. Uh, I played, I can't remember who I played, but he had like an Avengers team. 
and we were kind of going back and forth, but I was able to pull it out there. Uh, I got Firstborn healed up the top click because I just based his whole team, and he didn't really know how to react to that very well. That was that was the one thing that I caught some people off guard with was just running up and basing a team, um, and they so having them having to juggle that was a uh, interesting. I, I think Firstborn actually never died during my whole like five rounds, which was kind of nice. Um, and then in my fourth round, I played Howard Brock. Uh, it was just a tight back and forth. He had a good stuff team. It was like Carnage, Silver Surfer, Venom, Magneto, uh, Genesis, Apoc, Sakari, and Iron Man, uh, a Colossal Carnage, and I can't remember if there was something else. Um, so I killed the Carnage, Silver Surfer, uh, but I just I couldn't hit anything after that. That was pretty much how that match went. It was I just couldn't hit anything. And I know you mentioned your team the last time we had a podcast, but why don't you real quick uh, go over your team one more time? Uh, I played Animals, so I played Firstborn. Uh, I played uh, Pog Your Pog, the 2x2. Two two. He was actually probably one of my best pieces all day. Um, being able to pick any sword at the beginning of the game was actually really clutch. Uh, what is it? Uh, the Chase Rocket Raccoon, even though I should have played a Maggot, that probably would have been better. Actually, just I know that would have been better. Um, then High Evolutionary Prime, Chipped, and Lockjaw. And Lockjaw was great with Firstborn because it made him a lot harder to deal with. So there was uh, not a lot of people really liked attacking Firstborn when he could just mastermind to Lockjaw. Fair enough. Um, and then did you do any BRs afterwards? I did my one freebie and one the Chase Deceased Wonder Woman because I pulled Necron and people passed me enhancement. So I just <laughs> got everything for six and killed them. Very nice. Uh, and then, Ryan, how did you do? Uh, go over your team, and if there was anything interesting on Saturday, you can talk about it. If not, you can move straight to uh, Sunday. Uh, so I played the team that I've been playing mostly for the whole year um, and then making little tweaks as things came out. Uh, but it was the Prime Spider-Man with the all-black Necro Sword, Sakarian with the Cloak, uh, started with Black Skull and the Symbiote, and then uh, Mephisto, Madam Web with the Web Shooters, Star Sapphire with the Star Sapphire Ring, and Skinny Steve Rogers just for the leadership. <clears throat> and then just a full uh, Masters of Evil um, swap for the sideline. The, uh, the first game, um, I went in, uh, played Joe Alves, who uh, he had just a, a good stuff unthemed and... Uh, I perplexed all my stuff up and started going in, and then we decided that I couldn't get where I wanted to with the way that his uh, stop sign was or uh, where it was situated. So I ended up with my placement I ended up going with, um, killed the, his Molecule Man, his Carnage Colossal, and the, um, the Commissioner. Uh, but then he had all of his crazy good pieces left right next to it, which was a Sky Tyrant and Carnage Silver Surfer and Sicarian. So he didn't last very long after that. Um, and then I ended up scoring still 130 points um, on that one. Uh, but then I lost my first game and went on to win the next four. Uh, so I played a younger guy named Brendan. who uh, He, out of 155 people, his first round he played Pete. His second round he played me, and then he played Christine the third round after this. Hmm. Um, but I ended up uh, beating him uh, 300 uh, to zero. 
and then went and fought a uh, another team, which was a maggot team. I believe he had three maggots. Basically, just drop in with um, lockjaw. And I played uh, Battlegate, which is an ROC map, and typically what I would do is just kind of go to the middle, and I was relatively protected, and so if people came in, it was a little harder to position, so that usually caught people off guard, and then I'd be able to make Spider-Man um, ignore blocking with Madam Web, and then he always had an easy time getting out of there. <clears throat> so I was able to take uh, 65 or 115 off of that one, uh, and he got 65, and then... I don't remember what my next opponent was playing, but I... Oh, I took 50 points from uh, a Sakarian. He had uh, an armor team, which was kind of neat. Uh, just seeing the interaction with uh, Destroyer and the War Machine that comes in when you hit uh, Sakarian. Uh, but I ended up taking that one 50 to 0. And then the last game that I played, um, I don't remember exactly what he had either. I ended up taking that one 300 to 25. So... Uh, four in one was my record, and that put me in top 32 for uh, Sunday. Perfect. Did you play any BRs on Saturday, or were you strictly modern? Um, I played. I wanted to get that free uh, ticket that you get in just for getting that TCB package, so I went and played one. I pulled the deceased Superman, and then tied for first, and then they dropped... Um, the Watcher, I think, and maybe... Oh, and then uh, Wonder Woman and Jumpa, and then the Phoenix Warp World thing. And then um, we rolled off with the guy that I tied first with. I rolled an 8, he rolled a 10. So he took the deceased chase, and I ended up with a, uh, a Watcher. <clears throat> All right. And then Saturday night, before we get into Tops 32... Uh, was the fan appreciation night. I think the big thing that they revealed at that was the Doomsday and Superman dial. Uh, I don't think they revealed anything else, but I could be wrong. No, they revealed a lot of stuff. Did they that they didn't, or that they already, or things that they didn't show at Gen Con? Yeah, they showed off, uh, let's see, the Hall of Armor, a couple of those, or at least, well, the one dial, and we got to see, like, the sculpts. They showed off the Sherlock Holmes stuff. They also showed off the uh some wheels of engine stuff which was the johnny blaze they showed up the kafubu sculpt or the shinthan sculpt uh or like what that looks like uh they showed off uh some next phase disney plus they showed off um Khonshu, as well as like some sculpt like some sculpts and stuff and they talked about uh like their timeline of like what's coming like it seems like about the next six months all right so uh i know ryan and dan you went to that miles did you Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was there. Okay. We actually uh, missed it because we yeah. went to a restaurant that took forever uh, yeah. to feed us. So we were out for like two hours. And I think it, was, it wasn't it was even a full half an hour, was it? No, it was really fast. Like, Ryan uh, uh, Rios yep. actually texted me and was like, hey, take pictures. And I was like, okay. So I started snap like snapping pictures of everything so that I could share once everybody got there. Because, yeah, it was pretty, it was done like, say, a half an hour, maybe 45 minutes pop. It was quick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sounds um, about right. Yeah, excited to see all those dials. Um, the Doomsday is amazing. The Superman's okay. He's not great, but uh, I will be picking up that set as well. The Khonshu looks good. The the Ghost Rider oh. looks cool. Um, the Sherlock Holmes looks cool. Uh, the Hall of Armors looks cool. I mean, there's so much coming out. Um, and then, Miles, you also I had... I think that Superman at low points 
Yeah, I like him at low. I like him at low. I don't like him at full, though. Uh, But we'll do that one of these days where we can do a review. But then also, Miles, you got to do your pose off with Calder Ness on Saturday. And who did you choose (laughs) as your favorite figure? Um, he's actually not my favorite figure. I just thought it'd be real hilarious to get. Oh, Calder you you catfished him. <laughs> you catfished Calder. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, yes. So yes, you picked. Yes, I just thought it'd be hilarious. Devil dinosaur and Moon Boy yeah. from Mutations and Monsters for all you dinosaurs out there that remember that well, set. Yeah. Now, granted, I did. I was a huge fan of that figure when it came out, and I did play it a ton. But I I can't say that it is my favorite figure. But okay. yeah, it was a hundred percent meant to just get called or jump on my back. So, uh, fun note: that devil's dinosaur actually has a movable tail. If you did not know that, um, yes, that's one of two or th- two or three figures that have a or four figures actually that have a movable part to them. Can you name actually three? I think. Can you name the other two miles? Uh, Shumagarath. Yep. Um, and what's the third one? Not, is it Galactus, one of the original Galactuses? Nope, it's uh, Bat Knight from Unleashed. He had the movable arms. Oh, yes, yep. Yeah, KC, yep. Yep, so there's only three figures yeah. that have movable parts. One that has a battery that you put into it. Do you know that one? Anti-monitor. Anti-monitor, um, yep. Uh, so, yeah, we and have... That was after my time. We have... That was Crisis. Uh, so we have three figures that have movable parts and one that has a battery that wears eyes light up. But uh, I they couldn't do movable parts anymore or batteries because then they were considered toys. So they had to stop doing that stuff with them. Anyways, that's a rabbit hole that we always like to go down on this uh, podcast. But uh, going into Sunday, Ryan is in top eight. Uh, how did uh, Rios and uh, Pete do? And Christine? Uh, we, didn't, we didn't hear about those three. Uh, Rios uh, didn't play competitive. That's right. He hates competitive, just like me. <laughs> uh, Christine ended up uh, finishing on a win playing her uh, Sky Tyrants, and she went to go uh, back to the hotel and call our kids and uh, <laughs> just did some other stuff after that. And then uh, Pete, I think, played out all five rounds, and I think he went two and three with his team. So his only practice with his team, which was uh, pretty similar to mine, he just didn't play Madam Web. Um, he played uh, Steve. He played um, what's Death her Metal. name? Yeah, Death Metal Wonder Woman instead. But his only practice with the team was at the Cheesehead Championship. So he just doesn't get a chance to really play as much competitive. So uh, gotcha. he was kind of learning stuff on the fly. But I think he went two and two and three. All right, all right, Ryan, take us through top thirty-two on Sunday. Uh, so top 32, I played Corey Long, who had a double Carnage Surfer team and Commissioner with... Uh, he had Scarab, sure. he had Saki, and he had Death Metal Wonder Woman. Okay. Um, so I was able to get Map again. I think he won the role, uh, but he wanted to go first, so I went to Battlegate. I was able to go into the middle, and uh, he... Went in, I think, pretty quick on his next turn, and then, uh, oh, that's right. No, he split his um, he split his force, and he went all the way across the map to get my skinny Steve. So that actually took his Sicarian out of, I think, almost like three turns after he got tokened out. 
because he moved over to there and then he was tokened out. So he wasn't able to get back across the map and do anything, I think, for, yeah, about three turns. Um, and then I was able to just kind of slowly uh, take some points off of him after that uh, until uh, I ended up clearing the last uh, last piece. So um, it was a pretty good match, though. It um, was definitely one that I felt more comfortable with going against the Carnage's Silver Surfer with the um, Spider-Man and the All Black because I've played that a few times now. So I felt pretty good about it going into it and uh, was able to just kind of attack what I wanted to. And uh, it worked out pretty well. So I went uh, on to top 16 after that. And then you pay, uh, face against Paris Gordon, who I believe, who did he take out in top 32? It was kind of a big name. Isaac. Isaac, yes, right. He took out Isaac, the prodigy child. Mm-hmm. Um, and Paris was playing Scarlet Witch, which is not good for Spider-Man. Uh, Demon in Armor, Carnage Surfer, Carnage Surfer, Mad Jim, Jaspers, and Venom Magneto. So tell us a little bit about that game. Uh, so he went in, same thing where I got to go to Battlegate again. And uh, I was originally going to Barrier Up in addition to my normal placement with Star Sapphire. But for whatever reason, I forgot to do that instead. And I ended up moving up my Skinny Steve so that I could keep my leadership in case he went after him. And as soon as I passed and he started, I realized that that's not what I wanted to do. I wanted to put the barrier down, which definitely costed me a big, big part of the match early on. Um, he brought his Scarlet Witch in on turn two, took away the powers of a few pieces, and then he brought his Carnage Surfer in to attack one of my pieces. And I think he just damaged, I want to say it was Madam Web. Um, and then he ended up having to pass after that because it took so many turns to get in and actually make an attack. Uh, and then I was not thinking and thought that you could carry a Masters of Evil piece, and then after you have carried them, just like you could poison when you switch, you could still take a costed action as long as you didn't take a costed action earlier with that same piece. So I uh, went to Force Blast Scarlet Witch, and then after I moved in place to all this different stuff, um, I went to uh, Force Blast, and then I was going to attack her with um, where she was placed with Spider-Man, but then couldn't do that, so uh, I ended up just changing something else, and the tarot card came up that takes away your improved movements, so that killed a lot of other plans, so that's why I even had to go with this in the first place. Because my team kind of functions off being able to give Spider-Man the ability to move through anything with Madam Web. So that kind of killed a lot of my options as well. Because one area had the uh, the rune marker and then the other area was just kind of really long to get to. <clears throat> so I ended up going in. He had an emotional modifier and uh, I couldn't modify my attack because he was plus... Um, is minus one to my attack with the emo mod, and then the what was his name? Demon in armor stopped me from modifying positively. So for whatever way he was able to get me to, I think it was like a nine on a eighteen or whatever it was, and uh, I missed both my flurries of Spider Man, and then it was his turn, and he just kind of took apart my team after that. So again, a, a really rough, uh, stupid mistake on my part on stream cost me the uh, the rest of the tournament. Well, and it's a very specific things you can do with MOE swap, like you can and can't do, like because the poison, that character wasn't placed 
but the other one was, so therefore you can poison, but because it's still considered the same character, you can't do power actions. It's kind of weird how they so, word it with that. Yeah, I looked I looked into it a little bit more, and it's it's just about the how the wording is very specific, where you, the piece that was um, that you switch into was not moved or placed, and being carried doesn't affect that part, I guess, whereas... One of the things that specifically says if it's been carried, this carries over when you swap, uh, that you can't take a costed action. So just a stupid mistake with, uh, yeah, like just something you don't do very often. Yeah. Uh, but you got top 16, which is huge. You didn't make it last year. So that's a great improvement from last year. Uh, what did you end up walking away prize-wise for top 16? Um, I do not remember. <laughs> Um, I got a couple of the older Connellys that I didn't have, um, like the, I think it was, I actually got more stuff that I wanted that I didn't have from top 32. And then I think it was older stuff that I already had for top, um, 16. So I really didn't pay attention to that. It was the, um, the Luke Cage, Iron Fist LE, the Miles Spider-Man LE and the Ghost Spider LE, just stuff that never came out during COVID that was supposed to. So it was all bagged ones. Gotcha. But I never hunted hunted those down because I don't think there's that many out there. I think the only other time they gave them out was last year's Worlds at um, Battle Royales, I think. I believe there was some handed out at Gen Con, too, because I remember I got some of those somehow as well. Okay, yeah. So they're, I mean, they're still pretty limited, though. The yeah. only way to do that was go to events and get Battle Royales. So yep. it was cool to get those in Top 32. Um, and the, like I said, I got Spider somehow. Um, that was the big thing. We'll jump all the way to the championship game. It was between Patrick Frazier, who actually won our Wisconsin States, and then Zane Gates, who actually came out of retirement, because apparently retirement's a big thing now in uh, Heroclix. Um, he came out of retirement nine months ago. He's a younger guy, I think 24 or so. He was playing for a while before that. He came back. This was his first major tournament, and him and Patrick Frazier went off. Uh, Patrick ended up beating Scott Crampton for the finals, and Zane ended up beating Lucas Van Hollen to get in the finals. So Zane played <clears throat> Scarlet Witch with the Darkhold, Black Skull, Carn uh, Silver Surfer with the Red Symbiote, another Surfer, a Venom Mags, a Mephisto, and a big carnage and then patrick fraser i believe this was the same team he played for or played at the r states which was spider-man prime with the necro sword carnage silver surfer kid thanos uh saki with the cloak mephisto and green lantern i watched the game it was a great back and forth the the thing that did zane in spoiler alert patrick fraser did end up winning worlds uh was i believe it was zane's second or third turn where he made like six or seven attacks and whiffed every single one of them uh, so that was kind of it, but he did hang in there for the rest of the game. Uh, but that was really the turn that decided his fate. But, uh, you know, being a young guy, 24, and then coming back out of his retirement, uh, did a great job. Uh, so congrats to him for getting second place and a big congrats to Patrick Fraser from the clicks mafia down in Chicago for winning worlds. Uh, he's going to be able to create a figure and I don't remember what all else he won, but uh, big congrats to Patrick Frazier, our world champion and big congrats to everybody that made top 32. You know, we had got some big names in there. Alex Mater, uh, Caleb Reddick, um, Devin Owens. Uh, one guy I do want to get a, sh a shout out to is Logan Carroll. He's from, I believe, Team Giant Reach down in Florida. We met him at the last Florida event. He got to top 32 with a full point apocalypse with Swordbearer. 
that is not easy to do. Yes, Apocalypse is a beefy boy, but there's lots of no power figures out there. And he said he had to go against a leech team. Uh, and somehow he managed to beat that team. So big props to him for taking a one-man army all the way to top 32. Um, any other? George Masu made it. Azra Strife made it. Again, he said he came out of retirement because he has been playing for a while. TJ Wheeler, uh, a lot of people. Jake Bishop, who we're actually going to be having on the podcast on Friday. So big congrats to everybody at Worlds. And then, Ryan, did you – I don't know if I asked everybody this, but I'm assuming everyone played some more Battle Royals on Sunday. Uh, I did not. You did not. You just played the one on Saturday. Yeah, I think um, – yeah, I watched it. He did, and uh, Christine might have played one. Miles, did you say you did? Yeah, the last one, they, they ran. Yeah, they ran out of Notorious, and uh, so they did X of Swords, and then they decided to allow six or was it, I think five of the tables to do the Royal Flush Gang, which is with the the deck of cards, which I really love. Um, so what Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, they each picked one table per day, so that's three. So at 12 people had a chance to try and win some of the prizing. Um, and then Sunday there was five more. So I think eight people were, so eight times four, whatever that is, the entire 32 people had a chance. Um, I ended up pulling it out. Um, it was fun. It was me and John Halford. Well, thank uh, God, because you already have five kids. No, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 100%. I agree. <laughs> um, so we were actually joking because our, our opponents – they had rally dive effects and we didn't, and it was, uh, oh. <laughs> was like a stump in the middle of the map, and uh, they were hitting all their attacks, getting points, and we just couldn't hit each other. And then for some reason, one of them decided to come to our side, and we just get out of here, just go. And so we just ignored each other and just tried taking him out. Um, I was actually able to. It was uh, he he brought over Rachel Summers and Risk, and Rachel Summers was on her last attack or her last Girl. click, so I was able to get that, um, and then. The the way the the royal flush with the deck of cards works is that at the beginning of the game every person gets five cards. Um, obviously, you can look at your cards, and then when you KO someone or you bring people back at the beginning of your turn, you can discard one of your cards and you can either pick a card from the deck itself or from the discard pile. And uh, I didn't realize it was the discard pile as well, and that actually came in huge and was the only reason why I got the extra, I think it was 40 or 50 points that brought me to first place because uh, I they each had two pairs and I had a flush with, a, I think, three queens, and the queen was in the discard pile. Nice. So that, um, and if since I had the best hand, I was able to get the ace legacy card. And then since um, I believe I was the only person that day to get the king, I'm not sure. I know uh, Jay was asking um, people how many points they scored. And when he asked me, he then asked Clay Wood. And since I had the most points, he ended up giving me the king um, and then the queen as well. But I think that I might be just there only should only be a few kings out. Um, I know I had a few people trying to give me crap um, for asking 150 for the two of them. But we're not going to see them for another month or two. So uh, we end up having to pay an extra night for the hotel room. So I'm like, you know what? Say if somebody it. wants them early. You set the market. Then pay the premium. They did pay that the with Apocalypse. Didn't ask for yeah, yeah you, they did that with Apocalypse last year for 400 They did that with Venom, got a symbiotes this year yeah. at Gen Con. So I thought $150 was very yeah. generous. I, I thought so as well. And, you know, and you're going to pay a premium if you want it early. Um, and there are some people yeah. out there that want to be that guy that has 
the the only one that has those figures. Yeah, and I'm actually it's cool because I'm the only f- person in Oregon with those figures. So when I came back, there was I, I I think I have video of it. I'm gonna try and I'll try and post it on the the Facebook page. But yeah, I I had a parade going. I had women throwing panties at me, saying they want my kids, and I'm like, whoa, I got enough kids. Thanks and congratulations on the first person in Oregon with the king and queen. So that was cool. <laughs> um, Dan, did you do any BRs on Sunday? No, I did my freebie and got deceased Wonder Woman, so I was more than happy. I was I because we drafted everything out of our brick, and I got pretty much everything I wanted from Notorious out of our brick. So I didn't. I wasn't too worried about getting anything else. All right. Um, it sounded like in Team Seal there were no Ultra Chases pulled. But in Battle Royals, I think I heard two, maybe three Ultra Chases pulled, and I think two God Packs. Um, I don't know. No, the... There's a lot more Ultra Chases pulled. Was there a lot more Ultra Chases? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I did. there was at least five. Um, it was interesting because whoever pulled the Ultra Chase thought that they wanted them on their team. So we actually had, they had to actually make a unique rule for the figure yep. because a lot of the maps didn't have blocking on it. And so they said that on turn three, you may place them on the map. Okay. And... I'm sorry. I'm not going to wait three turns and be a figure down. Yeah. I'm going to pass that piece because the whole entire point is to win that figure, not play that figure. It is hard sometimes when you pull the chase, but it's like a crappy chase, but it's still a chase and you want to play it. Like I've been in that position before. Um, But it sounds like a great time. Super sad that I missed it. I'm really hoping next year I can as of right now. I don't know if they announced the dates for it, but you know they usually wait a month or two beforehand. But um, the only weekend I have available in September because of my job is September 21st. So I'm really hoping that's middle of the month, just like this month, that if they have it that weekend, I can go. If it's the week before or week after, I can't. So fingers crossed on that it's point. It's weekend before. It probably will. The 14th, I it probably will be. I think you're in. Yeah, I think they're trying to keep it. And back. that's the weekend I have like two weddings, so that's definitely not going to happen. Um, but any it's, chance you're going to be at uh, Euro Clicks for Huntington's? I'm going to try. I that's in May. Let's see. I have. He yeah. usually has that at the beginning of the month, and right now I have two weddings the last two weekends of the month. So I'm hoping if he has it beginning of the month, I can make it. Um, but it sounds like a great time. I wish I could have made it. I was super jealous all weekend. I was always constantly checking up on Facebook and on Dial H YouTube channels and texting the guys on Discord and messaging everybody, and it just sounded like a great time. It sounded like it was a ran a lot more smoothly than last year. Can we confirm that so as well? I can't. Yeah, I can't stress how much better ah. this year was run than last year. Um, from the, the first day, uh, just getting to the hotel, uh, checking in, and then starting the actual uh, registration when we got to the convention center, just everything was so much better done. Um, they also in, uh, implemented this new um, a QR code that brought you to an, an app or a website, and all you had to do is refresh it after every round, and it just gave you your seating on your phone. So that's definitely something that every big event should utilize going forward. That made everything so much easier instead of, uh, you know, 150 people trying to gather uh, and split between two different polls with a list of names. Yes, I was constantly looking at that, too. The only downside, it went down on Sunday. So people couldn't check their pairing or uh, people that didn't go couldn't see who uh, was doing well and who was doing bad in it. But overall, that was a great um, addition 
to that that you can just click on that and look for names, look for who they played, look how they did, uh, things like that. It was a great time. Um, and then you guys went home Sunday. Miles, I know you flew out, but then uh, Dan, Ryan, Christine, and Pete had a cramped car all the way up to Wisconsin again, nine-hour drive. I hope that went smoothly as well. I wouldn't, um, call, so it, I, wouldn't call it I can't. Car, but- no, it was yeah, it was really really good. I can't give uh, Pete enough credit. We uh, we left uh, at Dan. What time did we leave at? Do you think twelve thirty? Twelve thirty. We stopped at, like down the road five minutes at a uh, Taco Bell, and then we just stopped at one random gas station. Otherwise, Pete just drove the entire nine hours without wow. stopping beyond that one time. So he killed it, and it was a very smooth uh, smooth ride. It was actually a lot of fun. Good. Glad to hear that. Um, and then Ryan, I'm, or I'm sorry, uh, Miles, I'm assuming your trip went home was pretty good? Um, yeah, yeah, luckily. <laughs> uh, we, it was, we had a little scare when we got to our uh, to the airport first because uh, we only had 20 minutes between flights, so when we landed in L.A. to Portland. So we were supposed to land, I believe, it was like at like 8.20, and our flight started boarding at 8.40. So we were really cramped on time, and uh, we're like, "Wow, uh, we should start boarding. What's going on?" And then we overheard the the pilot say that um, they have no flight attendants. So, <laughs> so Miles like, put really? on a, put on an apron, and he got to work. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's bucks. exactly what happened. No, they, yeah, about yeah, that's all I would need. But about five minutes later, we had four of um, stewardesses going there, and just they were walking so slow. Like I understand. It was four o'clock or five o'clock in the morning, but you know what? You're working. Get to it. Yeah. Um, so, and we thought we were gonna have to run when we got to LAX. Um, luckily, that flight got delayed, so we we were there for an hour. But you know, what? I will take a delayed flight instead of me having to run five minutes to get on my next flight. Um, I don't I don't like that. Um, we had a little fiasco waiting for our ride in Portland, so I got out here about noon which is about 2 o'clock your time, and I didn't get home until 9 o'clock my time. So from 1 a.m. to essentially 1 a.m. is up for 24 hours. So um, Speaking of flights real quick, if you guys are planning on going to the Champion Clicks Open down in Florida, check on flights right now because they are super cheap. My wife actually, <clears throat> she found a flight. We're not going to take this one because it's later at night because I think it leaves Mitchell Airport in Milwaukee at 9 o'clock on Wednesday. But it was, I'm not even joking you, <clears throat> $36 a person from Mitchell to Orlando, which is crazy. Uh, we're hoping to leave earlier Wednesday. She found another one for, I think it was like 2.30 or something like that. But um, if it wasn't so late on Wednesday, we'd definitely be going um, with that one for $36. Uh, one thing we forgot to mention was the themed champ, which was Michael. I cannot read his last name. Miles, I know you played against him. What was his name? Michael? Yeah. Uh, Michael K. Michael Let's K. Go K. We'll go with that. I can't yeah. pronounce that name. Um, yeah. He played the. Yeah, he L- actually dropped. He was four and zero. Yep. He was four and zero in um, in competitive in actual modern, and he dropped the last round just so he could do the theme. And it's just funny that he just went undefeated again. Yeah. So that day alone, he was uh, I think nine and zero. Yeah. He played Ultra Chase Thanos, uh, Star yeah. Sapphire, Spear, or Sprite, and Q Prime, and apparently uh, he was just. 
attacking with Thanos like six, seven times a game because he had the uh, gems on, and he just kept rolling tens, and he just kept on attacking. Yeah, I actually I, I saw that. Yeah, he had uh, five of the gems. I asked him about that, and he said because the space gem was actually just – it wasn't worth it, so he did um, the other five. But he literally had a piece of paper printed out that told you what each gem did. So when he rolled his 10, because he also had the, the – it was a – with the common sprites for 75 points that um, lets you finagle some stuff. And oh, it wasn't even the yeah, rare. Yeah, I want to say he made eight or nine. Oh, no, it was a 75.1 um, where you prob it, and I forgot how her, her prob or her perplex and prob work. But, um, yeah, he rolled, I want to say, eight or nine times from the trigger of the 10. Nice. And in one game, and it was hilarious to see. Uh, but big congrats to everyone that went, not even if you won, that you went, because like we said, the Notorious right there was a big, big thing. It was like a giant pre-release for the set, which I think is the way they should start doing that for Worlds. Um, I was listening to Critical Clicks, <clears throat> excuse me, and he said, or Lucas said they did that back in 2019. I forgot what set that was, but this is the way to do it. If a set's coming out Dark close, saga. was it Dark, was it Saga? Um yeah. They kind of did that with with um, Heroes for Huntington's with uh, Avengers 60th, which I think that's kind of a, a right way to do it with when there's a big event. You just bring the new stuff because no, obviously no one wants the older stuff, but it's just a nice way to get the set, promote it, and things like that. Um, we have some quick viewer questions. I just have to find them because I did not post them on our um facebook page i posted on the other one let me see if i can hunt it down real quick probably not though uh here they are actually uh so mork our buddy down in australia says miles any regrets by not playing aquaman at worlds yes 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 (laughs) yes um yes the aquaman team i played against dan and it, it tested very well um i was just worried about being mentally drained and it was the far superior team um which was the doom swap with merlin and i think that actually i know for a fact it would have caused 90 percent of those teams a huge problem and uh i wouldn't have had to stress so much um with the torch team that's way finesse especially with the matchups um so i 100 percent um regret it um I just no, I, I was, was a little intimidated by how uh, how mentally draining it would be, but in hindsight, I think it's it, I should have just I should have just stuck with my guts, especially after playtesting it a few times and it just doing great each time. I really wanted you to wear that Aquaman suit while playing Aquaman at Worlds. I think it would have been uh, yeah. Quite the my sight. wife threw the costume away. No, no, yeah. Yeah, I told her the same thing. So I have to get a new one. So well, um, I'm going to be buying a new one for Heel Clicks for Huntington's. Um, I've already talked to Calder. He needs to bring his cap suit, and we're going to have arm wrestle. Um, there was a guy yes. in a Hulk shirt that I told Calder I wanted Ryan and him to arm yeah, wrestle. And to get, is, is that Matt Reed? Um, and get that on film, but it never happened. Which yeah. I was kind of disappointed. Um, yeah, I, I, I told him, I said, it's really cool that um, he decided to get um, skin grafting to look more human. Yeah. Because I was... Making the joke that he was Hulk, yeah, yeah, he's a big man. He's awesome too. Um, he was the one that played that uh, the the scarab little monster team. Uh, you couldn't roll higher than a five. So, yeah. Uh, awesome. Next question is for Ryan. He says, "Who's your favorite Decepticon?" 
Definitely Ravage. I'll take your word on it because I don't know uh, <laughs> that world at all. I know there's like a Starscream guy. I think I'll go with that guy if I had to pick one. You were born in the 80s and you do not know Transformers? I watched it, but I didn't like get into it that much, to be honest. Uh, you were oh, a I was more yeah. into like, let's see, yoga. Tailspins, uh, Rescue Rangers, Darkwing Duck, uh, Gilligan's, no. Island. Gilligan's Island was a big no. one for me. Pokemon, obviously. The, the lame ch- uh, channels? I did. We were poor. <laughs> we were poor. <laughs> Um, next one, Dan, uh, this one's for him says thoughts on mission points coming into the new rotation. Uh, they're not gone, but there's a lot less options now. So we'll see how that goes. What are we losing for mission points for rotation? Miss minutes is gone for that stupid team. Miss minutes is gone. Um, Nebula is gone, I guess. Um, but she was never a thing. Uh, the watcher has gone, but that's not a big deal. Uh, we're losing the only thing that hurts it is that, that watcher. Yeah, you were losing that. That's we're losing we're, we're losing Wrecker too as well. He was mission points. Um, there's a yeah. few things mission points that that are going out. There's a few. There's a bunch that are staying in. Like the healing the healing thing is still there. Um, what is it? Uh, the Riddler is still there with the clue tokens, which was one of the teams that I faced off against. Was the Riddler and the healing combo. Um, yeah, well, he doesn't currently work as written, so until they fix him, he doesn't really work. What do you mean he doesn't work as written the dark side? So, uh, because the way, the way it checks for uh, you to be both knocked back and for you to be not knocked back, it just doesn't work correctly, so you won't actually gain any mission points. Okay. Yeah. So technically, I'm not saying this downgrades his win or anything, but like Lucas's team for Gen Con just didn't work the way that it was supposed to. His team okay. couldn't couldn't well, have gotten mission points. They think that Indigo One's no longer good because Watcher is uh, rotating, no. and that's wrong. Now People Watcher just... makes it better, but you can just swap with the X of Swords Wolverine starter that does yeah. the exact same thing at forty points. And I had one one of my opponents had that too. Like they had Watcher and Wolverine on that team, so. So they had both. <laughs> yep. Wow. Yeah. Um, so this is what it's just how that goes. So you know, we'll we'll see, we'll see what mission where mission points are. Like there's still a lot of options for mission points. So, uh, but I think it's a. I don't know how much more they're gonna make of this mechanic. I don't think we had any of it in in Glorious. I don't think. So we did not. So we'll we'll see. Uh, I don't. I'm I just, fine with I, yeah. yeah, I think they're moving past it. It was one of the things they tried to experiment to uh, make the game more interactive, and then it went the other way. People chose to take it and be like, "I don't want to <laughs> interact at all with you." So now, Dan. Exactly, yeah, Dan. Is there any piece that you wish you played on your team that you I maybe didn't? I already said this like <laughs> half an hour ago, so I do not need to reiterate myself. I just wanted to hear it. I must have missed that. Yes, I needed to play a maggot instead oh, of Oh, maggot. Maggot. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Um, there's a question for Austin and Jacob and Antonia, but we'll ask that on Friday. And then his question to me is, as someone who prefers BRs, what do you think would be the top tier pieces for Notorious, excluding the chases? So Black Adam's really good. Um, he just hits one person really hard. But I talked to this about Miles. The problem about having one person hit really hard is that with the the length of the dials nowadays, 
they don't hit hard enough to kill them unless they're like the minions or a 30 or 40 point figure. Even like 40 point figures nowadays are like six clicks deep. So unless you can do uh, that amount of damage with one figure or you're able to follow up with another one, those aren't the best ones. Um, Necron's good, but again, he hits for four straight, but then it's usually clean up for somebody else. Uh, I like the Saturn Queen and Cosmic Kings. Uh, they're really good. That's the only answer right there. Saturn Queen. Yeah, Saturn, Saturn Queen is the only really answer. Good. Um, I like Talon. Yeah, uh, Omac Prime is really good. Uh, he's doing six damage with hyper. Actually, he's doing seven damage because he's got five damage CCE with hyper strength, but I guess you can't use it with hypersonic. Um, but he's good. Um, and. Sometimes it is unfair in Battle Royals where, you know, if someone does pull a Black Adam and the rest of the figures on the board are 50 points, they're already up 200 points. That happened at the first year for the Champion Clips in Florida. We were playing uh, with Future Foundation, and my buddy, his booster was Nathaniel Richards with four sidekicks. So I don't think his booster even broke 90 points. Um, and there are a lot of sidekicks in that set. So you're having a lot of, you know, 15, 20 point figures in there. Um, but I think a big one in this set is Harley Quinn. She's a great figure in Battle Royals because she's got uh, prob. And if you're doing a monster, I believe it's an extra attack and damage. Or how does this work? Um she deals penetrating damage. She to deals monsters. penetrating. It's uh, if your figure, if your force has more, if your opponent's force has more characters than you, your characters have plus one attack and damage. But the penetrating damage to monsters is great. The prob is great. She's got underworld, so she's a carrier. I think she's a big one for worlds. Uh, the Wonder Woman at one fifty is good. Uh, you just have to hope you have some follow ups with some of those figures. Um, Frank the Plant is not very so, good. I don't think. Those figures that you named actually did not do well at all. No? Um, in, in any of the games, no. So the secret is, like what Dan said, is with uh, the enhancement. Yeah. Those Black Manta goons, the, the Black Manta goons are musts when you have range. Um, and yep. somebody does it smart, too. So what you do is uh, Bizarro. You play him at 60, so that way you start on his hypersonic click. He is a problem. Um, you don't play him at full. You play him at one at sixty, so you can start him at um, click five. Click five. Yeah, he's, he's click good five. at in, in BRs that way. Yeah. Yes. Um. And uh, another figure is Captain Cold. Those breakaways are huge. Yep. Um. It's uh, and then you, the Saturn Queen is if you pulled Saturn Queen, there's no reason why you would lose. Um, I know plenty of people, including Nick, who had a Saturn Queen and went against uh, a Prime Omac, and he won because all he had to do was mind control someone's prime omac to completely destroy a 50 point um goon and that's the best way to win in this game is with the goon yeah uh you just ko goons uh dead shot is extremely underrated because you have an eight range that ignores everything um four of the brs that i won i had a dead shot and that's exactly the reason um, the, don't the, if you see a black Adam, obviously you're going to keep him, but he's not going to be the reason you win. No, the target trait is going to be a reason you win because that just gives you yes. an additional 25 points. I think to be honest, excluding all the chases, I think golden glider might be my favorite for BRs because she can attack multiple people and then roll 
uh, blades for each of them. So you might be able to, you know, take out three or four people. Maybe if they're goons, you can even take more. So she's a great one. Um, yeah. I haven't looked at Metallo yet. He's not bad. He's he's a heavy hitter. I don't. I'm not gonna go through all his powers or anything like that. But Kamo uh, uh, was the only one that was a guaranteed mine, a guaranteed win if someone pulled him. Kamo or Kamo didn't lose a single VR. Yeah. Yep. As far as from everyone I've talked to, um, him and even the non-prime King Shark were um, almost guaranteed wins. I went up against the King Shark and was a, barely able to squeak out the win, but um, that the Kamo, Kamo, whatever his name is, is, yeah, you pulled him, you're winning the BR. Fair enough. Uh, but that is going to do it for this uh, day's podcast because we do have another one on Friday, like I said. Uh, we got a busy couple weeks coming up. So Friday we have another podcast with some of the other people that went to Worlds to give, the, give their perspective on it. Next week... We're going to be talking with our buddy Mork, and I haven't decided who else is going to be on the show, but we're going to be talking about Black Lanterns and how ridiculous they are going to be coming up. So we're going to be team building with Black Lantern and seeing what we can come up with. And then next week, the set actually drops. So the following week, um, the four of us will come on here and we will do our set review. And I don't know what we're going to be doing after that. So we have a lot. Um, Scott Porters, everyone got their Scott Porters. So that's a big thing. Well, what I love about Scott Porter's is that we now everyone has access to a meta figure for very cheap. You know, when MOE came out, all those figures were around 100 bucks, even some more. Same thing with Scarlet Witch and Venom Mag, stuff like that. Now everybody has at their disposal two great 25-point figures that they can make competitive. So, like, really going forward... In the competitive world, in my eyes, you're starting with 50 points and then you're filling in the other 250. Uh, but that could, you know, change from time to time, but depending on who you are. So what I like about the rotation that happened is that the meta, I think, is the most open it has ever been. And we don't even have, like, Vengeance coming out and uh, Phase 2 or whatever it's called, the next Disney Plus set coming out. Like, we're just going to be adding to it. So I think MOE and Black Lanterns are going to reign supreme for a while until we see what comes out of wheels, but I like where the meta is right now. Uh, Prime Spider-Man is still going to be a problem, but not as big of a problem because he doesn't have the Necro Sword. Uh, going off just what we currently have, real quickly, we'll go through the uh, order here. Ryan, what... But we'll, uh, I'll leave it up there. Uh, what are you thinking of building if we had a let's say we had a big tournament in a month or two or maybe you're because you can't we can't quite build for florida yet because we don't know what um vengeance is going to have and we are going to have that for that but if we had another big event coming out in a month what would you consider building with i really want to try to make assassin work <clears throat> so i think that's the first thing i'm going to try um, but I still really like the the MOE swap, so there's a good chance I'm still going to go back to that. Um, or go Spider-Man family. I do still want to go back to Arachnite. So, I mean, there's, there's tons of stuff that I want to build with. I think what comes out with uh, wheels will depend on what I end up playing in the end. But the first thing I'm going to be looking at is Assassin. Okay. Dan, what about you? Uh, I really want to make combo work. But I'm also still very interested in Spider-Man Family, 
And I just I uh, also want to try to build with the new Pegasus cap. He's got some interesting stuff going on, so uh, I, there's a few different things I want to try. And Miles? Dolphin. Yep. Or Black Dolphin. Lantern. <laughs> and with that's Black yeah. Lantern, you can have both. Kind that's of. Um, that's where exactly, I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> that's where I'm at. I'm really interested in Black Lantern. Uh, with the Scott Porters, they're really, really good. They wouldn't be as good if they're still good, but they wouldn't be as good if we didn't have the Scott Porters, obviously. But uh, I'm very interested in Black Lanterns. I've got the Necron, which is easy to get. I've got Green Arrow and I've got Aquaman. I have a Superman coming. I'm in talks with the other ones, uh, but we'll get more into that next week. Um, I want to get on dark side but he just wasn't what i was hoping for with his legacy card he's still good but i might still dabble with him um and we haven't even talked about everything that we know we got released with the legacy cards and everything like that but i i really like where the competitive hero clicks is right now with the variety of figures people can choose and like dan said that pegasus cap is really good he's going to be making it on a lot of teams as well so even though we lost, how many sets did we lose? Like five, six, something like that? Um, six or seven. Six yeah. or seven. We <laughs> still have a very wide open amount of figures to choose from, and we're just going to keep getting more because we've got how many Iconics coming out. We've still got Wheels coming out this year. Um, there's just a ton of stuff coming out that people are going to be able to play with. So I'm very excited for... Nine sets. We nine. lost nine? <laughs> wow. Wow. Yep, Fantastic Four, SVC, House of um, House of X, Future Foundation, Wonder Woman eighty, uh, what, Rise and Fall, Empire, War of the Realms, Disney Plus, and Eternals. If you want to throw that in there, nine of them. Um, yeah, that's yeah, and that's also in yeah, yeah, that's quite a lot. But yes, I'm this very is the biggest rotation we've ever had. Yeah, I'm very excited for where the game is at right now. I'm just hoping I can play more that's that's my biggest thing is i just don't have time to play um like i used to but hopefully when october november december comes that will change but thank you everyone for joining us on the podcast um it sounded like a great time like i said i was super jealous hopefully i can make it next year but with my luck it probably won't but um that is going to be it uh, make sure you check out our sponsor over at Glass Cabinet Hobbies. You should be doing some case breaks next week and use code CLIXINGIT, C-L-I-X-I-N-I-T. Get 5% on, on your order. I'll probably do a couple, hopefully, to get that um, God Pack or something like that. Who knows? And then check out our Patreon at patreon.com backslash CLIXINGIT if you want to be entered into any of our monthly giveaways. But uh, that is the podcast. Thanks for joining, everybody. Remember, not all superheroes wear capes. Some roll dice. Have a good night.